Hi, it's Evan. Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch Podcast is presenting a live, live comedy, comedy show, show on May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's Baker Falls Fever Dream Lounge. Now you've heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> we have such amazing guests for you, such as Liza Traeger, Cindy Washington, James Wan, and Esther Fallick. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a night for the girls. I can't wait to see you May 22nd, Wednesday. Get your tickets now. Link is in our Instagram bio, or you can search us up on Eventbrite. Go find them, girls. Love you. Hi, it's Evan. And Amelia. And welcome back to HBO Girls Rewatch Podcast. We have a really exciting episode for you. Um, we are watching The Croxident, aka the one where the girls go to Bushwick. It's kind of one of the most iconic episodes. Iconic episodes. When people talk about girls, they are almost always talking about this episode. And it's so fundamental for people to go to a party. I'm just so excited. <laughs> it's so fundamental. It's so fundamental. No, yeah, this is what? Episode seven? No, this is episode number seven. Okay, amazing. Uh, it's kind of so exciting how fast we're going through this. What's so exciting for me is waking up from going out and seeing that I responded to somebody saying that they thought an episode of Girls was really good and me taking it as an episode of our podcast was really good <laughs> and me being like, thank you so much and them leaving me on red. Is this on Hinge? No, this is um, on Instagram. Oh, it's like on Hinge someone did. Um, they were like, oh, are you the person from the... Uh, I'm like, I recognize you from a podcast. And he go, oh my God, amazing. And it's like, you mean HBO Girls Rewatch podcast? And he goes, yeah. He goes, I don't like it that much. I was like, okay, well, awesome. And then they asked me <laughs> out on a date. And then, they, of course, they ghosted me before the date. Stop. And it's like, wait, A, you recognized me from the podcast. B, you told me it wasn't that good. And then C, you ghosted me. That's kind, of, hell. That's kind of the dream. It was so funny. And he's being so aggressive too he's like every text was so absurd more than last and i can't wait for him to hear this this is my reparations yeah fight hope he listens okay should we give a synopsis of the episode do you want to yeah yeah, yeah. okay i'll start it um so for this episode three we're starting off with three girls going to the party jessa hannah and marnie and they're walking through bushwick i actually looked it up it's 15 minute walk from our current apartment um but anyways they go oh it's by like that ramen place yeah Oh, oh my god, Iki Ramen. Absolutely. That's so funny, of People course. People are going to map the way back. You know what it probably is things. now? It's probably the Netflix studio. Because the Netflix. Probably, Netflix probably no, bought out the Bushwick Warehouse. Because it's, there's a Netflix studio right there now. No, I think it literally is. Okay, so this takes place at Netflix, but it's HBO. Yeah. Really and, exciting. Um, it's a crazy wild party. Hannah's like, I don't know if I'm meant for this. And Marnie is like, Charlie's going to be there. Charlie's band is playing. And then she runs into Charlie, has a conversation. Charlie has a new girlfriend. Marnie's like, oh my God, what the fuck? And then Hannah sees Adam there, finds out he's in AA. She doesn't know anything about this guy. Meanwhile, she thought she did. Jessa gets a random text from somebody who's like, hey, what you doing tonight? What I and she's like, yeah, come to this party. He has no idea who it is. It's Catherine Hahn's husband who's like needing a midlife crisis moment with Jessa. And then Shoshana's there. She's like, oh my God, Jessa, thank God you're here. I've been sitting in the corner for two hours talking to nobody. And she actually does crack. And then she runs away. And Ray, who's in Charlie's band and, you know, is part of the Is cast, now put in charge of her as Jessa is hanging out with her employer. Yeah. So then Shoshana's running about town. Ray is chasing her. Hannah's talking to Adam, finding out all this stuff she didn't know. Yeah. And then at the end of the episode, um, Marnie, so Hannah gets on to Adam. 
Adam's this is making bike. me so nervous. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Hannah gets onto Adam's bike and then they're going to go back to Adam's apartment, presumably. And then and she like freaks out. And then Marnie comes in a taxi and picks up Hannah. And then she's like, do you want me to be your boyfriend? Adam says that. And then um, they all end up in a car together. Yeah. So going, the episode kind of ends with somebody's so boy, somebody things. going relationship official. It's the thing with this show. It's terrible for someone with ADHD to try to explain it because there's so many cuts. There's no continual story. It's like four different stories going on at once. It's vignettes of girls. Yeah. It's vignettes of girls. I, I watch this and I'm like, it feels like Family Guy in a way where it's like you've little snippets of things. You know how Family Guy always has like cut scenes of like. Kermit, As a like, rule, I don't really watch animation. Yeah, but it's <laughs> but it's like Kermit doing therapy. You know, in a lot of ways, what you're saying is stupid, but I find it profound. No, it's true. Because it kind of is really that. <laughs> Anyways, coming all the way from Los Angeles, they used to live here, but they actually moved to LA because son, I guess. I don't know. I put that on you. I'm projecting. Um, they're super cool. They're, they're so super sunny. fun. So funny. They tweet for McDonald's, FYI. Just <laughs> show, so you know. So you know how to treat them it's like they're pretty big they're pretty big give it up for, for courtney, courtney o'donnell hello i'm so happy to be here oh God, we're so happy Thanks to have having me you. for you that was so beautiful and i felt like i really i could see inside your brain when you were trying to describe the episode <laughs> <laughs> and like i was like yeah i understand i'm following this actually okay, this okay. wait really yeah that's actually really big for me because I can't even track what I'm saying half the time. Right, right. You need a translator. It's so hard. I'm not a storyteller. I'm a performer. That's that's okay. <laughs> you, can, you don't have to be both in not, this world. And I hate when somebody's a storyteller too much. It's like, be something else. Right, right. No, literally. Yeah. I can talk about myself and that's about it. That's great. That's fine. That's I think you guys did a really good job describing the episode. There is like a lot going on. It's very chaotic. Yeah. It's like... I feel like I was at the damn party. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, do you remember watching this for the first time? Yeah. So it first came out in 2012 and I'm like just prefacing for the listeners like a huge girl's head. Like I probably watched it through like five times and like, whoa, is that a lot or like, no, that's actually the same amount no, I've watched I'd it say, through. Okay. Well, I think we all sing. I'd say it's, <laughs> on, it's on the higher end. It's on the higher end. Yeah. Um, not to brag, but, um, yeah, I like fucking love girls. So I probably, I probably first watched this episode in, uh, high school, like junior year, 2012. And I just Where remember we, being like, you were in San Diego or something. Santa, Bar- Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Yeah. Just chilling by the beach. It's so cool that you, like, knew about dolphins as a kid. Yeah, it definitely, like, made me stand out, for sure. I'm like, did you see dolphins? Um, I, yeah, I guess. It's so crazy, because it, sometimes you don't always realize you're in a body of water with dolphins. And one mm-hmm. time I was in South Carolina with my brother in the beach in Hilton Head, and I literally saw a fin come out of the water, and I pulled everyone out of the water because I thought it was a shark, but it was just a dolphin. Yeah, they're, they're like, really, like, aggressive in that part of the world. Like no, literally. Carolina. And they look like sharks. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a marine uh, biology podcast now. Marine girls. Yeah. Wait, it's so funny to see that they're like really dangerous in that part of the world. Like nobody refers, nobody so refers to the state of North Carolina as part of the world ever. South. Yeah, that part of the world, that exotic Yeah. No, it is. Barrier islands are crazy places. Yeah. <laughs> the dolphins will just get up in you. So um, oh today God. we're focusing on fungi and the coral Oh my reefs. God. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I one time watched... Chris is in Crystalia. He performed uh-huh. at Tulane. Both that's where we both went. Yeah. Um. He did 35 minutes. I'm not even joking on dolphins raping somebody as that a joke really for 35 for minutes. That's disgusting. Isn't that insane? How did someone do 35 minutes on that though? Of yeah. his whole hour long, they did 35 minutes about dolphin rape. I don't even 
Was this like before he got canceled or like right, right before? before. <laughs> I know one of the girls that canceled him and she got to 10K on Twitter and it was huge for the community. <laughs> I am so proud of her. That's amazing. Yeah, power. Power yeah. to the girl. <laughs> <laughs> He's like touring right now at like Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it's no worries at all. Oh, is he talking. back? I kind of feel like he is. He oh my God, it's like a Louis yeah. C.K. Boys yeah. can do anything. They're the best. Um, so wait. let's do, let's do our little first segment. Yeah, girl. girl what girl are you? Oh my God. Okay. I was trying to think of the answer to this because I knew you would ask. Um, I think that I, on a Venn diagram, I am in between Shoshana and Hannah. Mm. Yeah. Have you always felt this way or have you come to realize this about yourself recently? I think that maybe in the past I would have been like, I'm Marnie, but I'm not Marnie. Like I'm not type A like that. Honestly, I'm not that annoying. Mm. Say that. But I now own my like girling. I think in the past I wouldn't have said I was Shoshana because I would have been embarrassed, but it's like, I'm a girly girl. Like we're, we're the girls. Yeah. yeah. You know, like <laughs> we're for the girls, but I also have like Hannah's mental illness in me. Mm. So that's where like, I kind of feel like I'm in between the two. And the mental illness is being, wanting to be heard. Wanting to be heard, seen, yeah. kind of <laughs> depression, OCD, kind yeah. of anything. In a way, I feel like your stand-up presence is kind of like Hannah if mm. she did crack like Shoshana did in this episode. Or she did Wait, marketing. Yeah, that's, that feels really true. I feel true. like that's accurate. Okay. Yeah, it's Hannah doing marketing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Shoshana would see me at a show and like, be like, think it's all real and like, want to get like yeah. Boba with or can me. You, after. Can you explain yeah. your your comedy like presence just like in a little bit um, for listeners? Or do you want? I can describe it. Yeah, you can describe it. Or I, I, it's hard to describe yourself always, but yeah. I'm always like um, a marketing girl who's having a little bit too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, a marketing girl that like just found out somebody she loves dies and she right, hasn't right. processed it quite yet, and she has to go on stage. Yeah. Right, right, right. That sounds Wait, how amazing. How does Zach describe it? Zach said that it's like um, if a monster truck rally happened at a maid. Well, that's how he describes it. Um, that's so perfect. So, or if you put a uh, mento in a Diet Coke can and shake it up. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah. So, you know, Do you feel manic in your normal life? No. Nice. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, not you're from like California. That. I'm such so. a chill girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm like, should I look there? There's a peace yeah. sign. Yeah. We love to turn Hi. the camera like it's Fleabag. Okay, so we do it week by week, but. In general, I do think I'm a Shoshana, Hannah, who's wanting to be a Jessa. Uh-huh. And then Amelia's a Marnie. I'm pretty much always a Marnie. Hannah, and, a little. Uh, also, if I have literally one sip of alcohol, I'm Shoshana through and through. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, yeah. You had your own car accident this weekend. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> what I, like, happened? I got blackout at a Bushwick party. Oh, my God. And it's like everybody there is 27. And I was acting like I'd never had And that is the alcohol. oldest age you can yeah. be, by it the way. Is. Is. Well, Anyone about that was killed. Right, no, right. literally. Well, because Amelia, like, so Courtney and I both went to Tulane, very like party Tulane's heavy like school. Party school. Yeah. But Amelia never had ones about alcohol all of college. So when she got to Brooklyn, she's going through that delayed adolescence. Right, right. We kind of got it done at 18. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah. figured out about eating lunch and dinner before a night out. And I found right. that out this weekend. Wow. I don't know if you feel this way, but like, I got like all of the party now to me. I don't even drink anymore. Like, I, I was barely like, drink. I'm I'll, done. I still love the party band in a sense where it's like, I'm going to go out for a really long time, but yeah. I'm actually going to be dead sober except for like three Diet Cokes. I don't think if you drink Diet Coke, you're fully sober, but yeah. like you're close to it. No, I literally have a Coke and go out and I'm like, I literally feel sugar high and it's like so <laughs> fun. I'm like, I'm on Coke tonight. That's literally. 
I'm on coke, but, but I do it a little differently. Yeah, it's different. It's kind of healthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, what what girl are you this week, though? My parents live in Westchester, and I literally went home for two different holidays this weekend. I went for Passover, and then I came back to the city. So Thursday, I went home for Passover, and then I went back yesterday for Easter, even though my parents were, like, were Jewish, and my aunt, who converted to Judaism, also came. But, like, we didn't even talk about Easter, but, like, we ate a brisket. Shoshana's just so, like, girl, family girl, oh. like, um, would 100%, like, keep going back and forth from Long Island all the time to see her family. And I'm sure you guys don't talk about it in the show, but she's constantly going home. Speaking of college, I used to, like, I... I don't know about you guys, but like I just got so sick in college, like all the time. Oh my god, yeah. Like, we'd just get like the worst flu imaginable, and then it would be like there'd be like a date party or something, no, and I would literally go and be like, "Give me medicine and like give me a steroid shot," and I'd be like fine by the night and like go. Well, you have in college, you're <laughs> rallying all the time. Wait, whoa. But so New Orleans, uh, Tulane's in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. every single Mardi Gras, I would get so I got whooping cough my last year. I swear to God, I had a cough for oh, two yeah. and a half months, and like jealous. Well, no, uh, it was like bad because you never so actually bad. healed because you were just no, going never heal so you're still going out after Mardi Gras and you're still doing your full class load which isn't as a marketing well, for person, me that wasn't. was debatable did you do marketing no I was a political science and English major, major. oh my god but I just like <laughs> I it's like it was a running joke with my friends like I couldn't get up for like an 11 a.m class no like, literally so, it was so hard for me. I couldn't I took yeah. art history I only went for all the tests and then I would also cheat on all the tests because she I had double time so she instead of putting me with like and when you yeah. have double time they put you in like a different classroom like where they have mon- like people monitoring you but she was like you can just take in my office so you just like me alone in our office for two hours like and my iphone yeah. <laughs> my iphone we're sponsored by iphone the way you said that like you could have said phone <laughs> we actually are required to leave our phones at the table just so the video right right yeah, yeah yeah okay let's jump into the episode um i'm liking this, this part one. right here so we're talking about our favorite part i also <laughs> want to say while we're looking at the camera this is not wine it's homemade kombucha yeah well, i make kombucha and actually right now off camera i'm making kombucha leather and i'm gonna make necklaces out of it yeah so stay tuned for that <laughs> part of the podcast next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we all make kombucha necklaces yeah, yeah. The next episode. i'm like i don't know why it like itches Oh my god. Okay. Favorite favorite moment. Okay, so I would say the my favorite moment is the chasing sequences. It's just so funny with Shoshana on literal crack running through the streets of Warehouse Brooklyn, a Bushwick, the wrong side of Bushwick even. Like there's two sides of Bushwick. She's in a warehouse house half, which is like the way scarier half, where no one actually like lives, but there's like four businesses that like sell rice and like packaged goods, which is so crazy. A t-shirt warehouse. No, literally, yeah. it's like the t-shirt warehouse. House. It's like some random coffee company that like doesn't even serve in New York, but like somehow their services right. is there. It's so crazy that area. And her and Ray chasing her through the streets and being like, I'm your what is it, crack spiritual guide. And I like the way they cut in between it. It's like Hannah talking to Adam, cut to Shoshana, and then and it's Marnie and Elijah, and then cut to Shoshana running through the streets. It's just amazing to have that like flow going through it's all of it. It's kind of amazing that they chose to do scenes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. They were like, we're going to do some cuts here. Um, and shout out to the editors. Yeah, I know. You know, a lot of shows, and by that I mean like one or two have done continuous shots. Right. And they, shout out to 1917. Yeah. <laughs> and they chose to just kind of cut between them. Right, right. Hi, it's Evan. Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch podcast is presenting a live, live comedy, comedy show. show. On May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's 
Baker Falls Fever Dream Lounge. Now you've heard everything. <laughs> <laughs> we have such amazing guests for you, such as Liza Traeger, Cindy Washington, James Wan, and Esther Fallick. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a night for the girls. I can't wait to see you May 22nd, Wednesday. Get your tickets now. Link is in our Instagram bio, or you can search us up on Eventbrite. Go find them, girls. Love you. No, yeah. I love when Shoshana just suddenly loses her skirt. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, fine. And I'm like, some time has passed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to tan bodysuit that she's wearing underneath that makes her look so naked. I have one issue with Shoshana's characters that I really don't think like anyone dresses like that. I don't believe any girl dresses like that, but also people were dressing really We don't know what 2012 looks like, so I think it's actually really brave to say that. Right, because you weren't born. Well, I wasn't. Well, we weren't born. (laughs) No, but I really don't think people were... I really don't think it was that, but you have to exaggerate for TV, I guess. Right, right. I don't know. The weirdest outfit was Marnie's fucking ball gown dress to wear to a Bushwick space. That, yeah, that was hilarious. Well, I think she looks like she's in Sorority Rush. <laughs> and she's on like the like business formal Oberlin day. sorority like, rush yeah it's, it's so perfect formal yeah which it always is but it was just like girl it's like Jessa in the feathers I'm like finally some peace yeah of course like of course she's gonna wear like a costume here. and meanwhile Hannah's in like Rue 21 yeah <laughs> it's like how is that possible that you got a shirt that is pajamas yeah something really ill-fitting no I love it favorite moment I am loving the moment at the very end Marnie and Adam or not Marnie and Adam Adam, imagine. Um, okay, we ship them. <laughs> Hannah and Adam are like fighting, kind of, and then Adam's like, "What do you want? Do you want me to be your boyfriend?" Uh-huh. And then it just cuts to like them in the taxi with Adam's bike in the middle, and like Hannah like smiling, like, "Oh my god, I have a boyfriend!" And then Adam being like, "Girls are crazy." Also, how did the bike fit in the car? I know yeah. the, the science behind that. And then Marnie being like, Marnie truly. The funniest part is Marnie being like, step away from that girl, you crazy boy. You're a psycho Eve. I know you're perverted. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And Hannah's like, I'm actually in love. Yeah. Um, but then Marnie just having to like accept that this is Hannah's boyfriend now. It was so funny because Hannah, he's like, what, do you want to come to like the scrapyard with me? And she's like, I can't. I'm here with my friends. And then the next scene, she's just getting on his bike. Like it is so Hannah just like. No one rides bikes like that anymore. No. Yeah. I do feel like I see some people do that with city bikes, like sit. But it's mostly like teens. They're brave. Okay. So probably my favorite moment is when Marnie is like to Charlie and she's talking to Charlie at the beginning and she's like, I'm just so glad you could like really find satisfaction outside of our relationship. And like he's, she's kind of like dressing him down and then the little like nymph girl comes and like jumps on him, his new girlfriend. And she's just like, what the fuck? And I thought it was such, it was so fucking funny. And like, the girl doesn't know about her. And she's like, am I supposed to? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you're a real housewife? <laughs> <laughs> and actually, like, literally the same exact thing happened to me in college. Really? Uh, yeah. Which character? Uh, I was the Marnie, which is so sad. Oh, yeah. God. But, um, obviously, I don't, I didn't know that at the time. Like, when I rewatched it in college, I was like, I feel so seen. Um, so, yeah. I started crying. Wait, what happened in college? Um, It was just like, I broke up with my boyfriend because I was like not into him anymore. And I was like, oh my God, he's probably like so sad. Like I remember it's so embarrassing. I remember like texting his roommate being like, hey, like, can you check in on him? Like, I want to make sure he's okay. Oh my God. So fucking, I I was really sad too. Because I didn't think I realized like, oh, when you break up with someone, you actually can't talk to them anymore. (laughs) Um, And then he got a new girlfriend like two weeks later and they're married with a kid now. No. Yeah. Wait, Courtney, too late no. alumni? Yeah. yeah. 
Wait, Wait, has anyone been to a party in a warehouse? I feel like I thought I was going to go to more parties like that, and I don't think I had. I did go to, there was this space that people had, like, comedy shows at. It was, like, it was, like, pre-Life World vibe, but it was, like, a skate park in a photography studio in a warehouse, and that was very much like this party, you know? Just, like, yeah. lots of spaces, like, on some, like, unnamed street in Bushwick. Oh, my God, so Betty core. Did you ever watch that yeah. show? The- yeah, I love that <laughs> Yeah, that and like that was always funny because I was like, I, I, they're gonna find out I'm like not supposed to be here. Yeah, like, again, I was wearing kind of like, I was like, I guess I'll wear like baggy clothes. <laughs> I went to club video mm-hmm. and it felt like, which is like a video festival yeah, where like, like local a small comedians festival where like you submitted truly sketch comedy videos. Like mm-hmm. that's the most nerdiest right. thing in the world. And then it was just like an event where you watch them all, and it was like in some like garage in Bushwick and it was like packed to the brim they were like handing out shrooms and poppers and like making burgers in the back while playing like sketch videos (laughs) and I was like oh my god my life is like girls this shit's crazy this the burger flipper guy was yelling at some other guy and we thought it was a joke and then it was real I was like I'm in a movie (laughs) my life is a movie moment yeah no this what the episode of this this girl's episode is missing is like a room where people are doing stand-up comedy stop (laughs) i did i did feel like that i didn't feel represented in a lot of ways and you think a bunch of party should have stand-up comedy yeah but it should be really bad so okay that's a really cool point because i've actually all the Bushwick warehouse parties I've ever been to, I've never seen stand up comedy. And like, there should be a third space. No, right. There needs right. to be more third spaces. Just like we have coffee shops in everyday society, yeah. <laughs> we should have comedy shows inside parties. Right, for sure. Yeah. yeah, place for people to chill. Yeah, work on your new stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's an open mic, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was a party where there was comedy? Okay, an open mic. <laughs> what if we all just hung out? <laughs> Every time I go into a party in a warehouse, which is, isn't, okay, I think when I market you New York before mm-hmm. you move here, they're like, you're going to be partying in warehouses. Right. And a warehouse is actually just a really nice concert venue that, like, mm-hmm. you have to, like, get a wristband for. And, and the wristband's like, also your credit card. Yeah. No, there's only that one place that's doing that synagogue in the Lower East Side. Sorry. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> Know your history? <laughs> I fucked up. Um, this is just like the cha cha matcha thing. What about it? On an earlier episode, I was like, it's like cha cha matcha. And Evan was like, that's only in Manhattan. Kill yourself. Well, there was one in, right in front of the Williamsburg Hotel. There was a cha cha matcha, but now it's a bodega, which is like insane to have reverse gentrification. Right, reverse. I think the cha cha matcha, like the grip it had on us. It, it we lost it oh you my know? god the, yeah the the jig is up with matcha you no, know and it's like when people are still in their matcha era i'm like i have to wonder yeah i know a former employee of Chacha matcha and the stories they can tell you people are like you can make a career at Chacha matcha doing anything you want in this world because you'll meet the right people oh that's interesting and brandy Melville. Brandy Melville, New York City, you can build a career in, in, in fashion so easily through Brandy Melville no. and Soho. No. I know a groups of girls who now all work for a parade are, are full-time models, and they all started off as a friend group at Brandy Melville. Mm, I see, like, I feel like a friend group at Brandy, like, that is the next evolution of, like, if we had a girls today, it would be, like, girls that work at Brandy Melville. No, truly, and they would be <gasps> the nastiest people you've ever met. Wait, that's an amazing TV I'm, I'm show, I'm literally Tyler. writing, I'm, I'm writing a pilot right now, I'm calling my agent. Um, <laughs> Because I think that's like very much like represent or or Aritzia girls because Aritzia that is like a culture Wait, in within that's itself. Such a good TV show idea. Wait, <laughs> just like you, you should write it. Okay, I'll do it. 
um, but yeah, wow, I didn't know that was such a like ladder for yeah young women. Like just like we have community <laughs> inside um, comedy. Yeah, you can build community inside of Brandy Melville slash Aritzia. Oh wow. God, I'm dying to go spend two hundred dollars there soon. Yeah. Well, I think the way that the reason they're making like they're like the community is so strong there is because they're actually not really helping you. Like they're, especially they're Brandy Melville community, they're right? They're actually talking. You're with your, you're with whoever's shopping there at that time. You guys have to work together to try and figure out. No, no, no. Or. They're not yeah. talking to those people. No, they're not talking to you. Like they're just like, like even when you go to check out, like they don't even say like anything. They're just like, they don't have enough time to talk to you because they're building community. Right, right, totally. totally. Wait, oh my god, do you hear that? Do you hear that? Sound? Oh my god, wait, oh my. wait. I, I think it's quarter o'clock. Okay, now this here's your time part. to shine. Okay. I wrote down almost every line that was said in this episode. Yeah. So this this segment's going to be a long one. Mm-hmm. So this is when Hannah's talking to Taco at the bar. Yeah. Taco yeah. with a K. Yeah, so they go Taco with a K. And then Hannah's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, how do you pronounce it? They're like, it's the same. I can just usually tell when someone wants to pronounce it with a C. <laughs> and it's just so fucking funny. Like, I don't know why. I think it's like one of the best it's so lines of dialogue funny. from the whole show. Because it's also just like, it's not like, hee hee, isn't this funny? It's like, no, you can tell when somebody says taco and they're imagining a C. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can tell it on their face. Yeah. Or just someone, like, they were very, like, particular about their, their name. I know. Like, what did they say after it? It's not a big deal. It's just something that imp- that's important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she's like, hey, it's no worries, Hannah. It's just something that's really important yeah. to me. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, I love it. And that's, um, what's her face? Lupe from A League of Their Own. Yeah. Do you guys like your names? Um, I used to not like my name, but I think it fits me well now. I think Courtney's the perfect name for this girl. Oh my God, stop. And it's actually Courtney with a C because I can tell when people think it's with a K. Yeah. So I really wanted to say that for the viewers. <laughs> I, mean, I can't. Make, I can't wait to. Make you do have. You that. walk in here. You walk in and you have Courtney with a K energy almost. Yeah. Maybe that's your on stage persona. It's Courtney with a K. Oh In real yeah. life, mm-hmm. she's Courtney with a C. Right. Right. That would make a lot of sense. Almost Kardashian coded. Yeah. <laughs> that's like my on stage persona is twenty three, but in real life I'm twenty four. Yeah, that is so true. This yeah. And it's in a huge writer's room for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm leaving here actually. Like yeah, two pilots. <laughs> right, you right. Got a lot to work with. Yeah. Um, I have a new character. Yeah. Working on. <laughs> Do you like your name? I like my name. I really hated Amelia growing up. Mm-hmm. I like didn't want anybody to see my like name tag in elementary mm-hmm. school because they would realize my name. Oh, and you have an A name. name. Oh, did you go by Amy a lot? Yeah, I went by Amy my entire life. And then when I moved to Canada, I was like, I have to change everything about me. Yeah. I have to be a new girl. And so I became Amelia and I have never looked back. I think you're such an Amelia. You're yeah, not you're an such Amy. an Amelia. Anybody who knows me, knew me before Amelia is always like, "Are you kidding?" Because something I about, about you—if you were to fly a plane, you would crash it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's funny because the first Amelia that came to my head was Amelia Bedelia. Did people? Say I have that a poster of her in my room. Oh. Well, she invented uh, fe- quiet feminism. Well, the first time I met yeah. one of the first times I met Amelia, I I thought I was like, "You have the perfect name for an orphan." Yeah, you did. It still say that rings to me. true. That's a really interesting thing to say to someone <laughs> upon meeting them. <laughs> Yeah, kind of my introduction to Evan was being told that my name would be perfect for an orphan. And right. I said, I want to live with this person. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> let's make a podcast right now. <laughs> Do you like your name? No, but I don't dislike it. I was like, I sometimes go by like Ev mm-hmm. just to be like, I think names are so um, reflective. And mm-hmm. it's like, as I explore my gender too, it's like, do I, is my name necessarily reflect how I feel? 
And I don't always know. Yeah. But it's also, it's like you build such a brand around your name. So changing your name also can have negative repercussions. Okay. A quote I loved was, I loved when Jessa was like, this is amateur hour. And Hannah was like, totally. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jessa's been to a million of these events. And Hannah's like, I don't even know what it is like to be alive. Right. And so Jessa's like, oh God, I'm bored already. And Hannah's so overstimulated and overwhelmed. She's just like, totally. Jessa, yeah. yeah this is so ch- and I'm bored too yeah like this is just another Friday night for Jessa totally yeah. and then also okay the quote well, um, does it speak on that quote really quickly like last weekend I brought my friends from Westchester to this bar called Mood Ring and Mood Ring is actually one of the most Bushwick spaces you can actually attend um, it's kind of music with no words well, yeah like and they were like sound. that was unhinged well and I think because Bushwick you need time to adjust to it um, in a way where it's like your first time you're not gonna get it and then you keep listening to it. What's that? What's that Camp Rock thing or Demi Lovato? It's like the first time. Oh, it's it's um. What's her name? <laughs> the girl puts her hair behind her. Oh, head. um, Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan. She's like, the first time you hear it, you're not gonna get it. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of the whole thing with Bushwick. The first time you go there, you're not gonna get it. Yeah. And then every time you go there, subsequently, you learn a little bit more about the damn place. Right, right. And then you kind of feel like you've got it all figured out. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the tie the perfect quote to it, it's like Marnie is like, I'm never coming to Bushwick again. And it's like, uh, I've said that so many times. Yeah. See, I say that about I say that about Williamsburg. So like, I had this joke. I would be like. God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. It's about like me having to go to a birthday party in Williamsburg. Like truly every single person has their birthday party there. And like, if you live in like South Brooklyn, getting there is hell. It's like the G and it never works on the weekends. So to, to Williamsburg is my Bushwick. Does that do well in LA? Um, I don't think I, I haven't done it there. I got to keep it for, you know, the, the home when you, team. When you go on tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Milwaukee joke for it's sure. It's a Milwaukee yeah. joke. They would get it there. Yeah. Sorry, I took your quote o'clock time. Oh, I love when um, Jessa is like, you smoked crack. And then Shoshana's like, OMG, don't tell my mom. Don't even tell me. That was the most relatable thing. Like when I was growing up super religious and then I started being a bad girl, every time I did anything, I was like, oh my God, like I fully didn't believe in God anymore, but I was like, oh my God, I'm going to hell. Oh my God, like the world is about to crumble. And so like Shoshana's panic of like, my mom's somehow going to know and she's got to be upset. It's like so relatable. Mel is going to know. Yeah. Yeah. Mel. (laughs) And what if she tells other Mel? Oh. Oh my God, both Mel's. That was so funny. Hell. Okay, and then also when um, Jess is like, oh, God, I got to go talk to Catherine Hahn's husband. Like, can, Ray, oh, can you so watch good. her? And Ray's like, I don't want to. And she's like, all you have to do is make sure she doesn't jump off a roof or get fingered by a beatboxer. Yeah, that's so I'm good. like, that is so funny. And not to bring it back to, like, me being Shoshana, but in college, I absolutely got, like, wasted one night and let some guy finger me in the center of a bar. And it was like... Yeah, I wish somebody had stopped that. Right, right. You wish you had a crack spirit guide at that point. Yeah, I wish Ray I was I wish around. you were on crack. He would have, like, totally protected you from that. Totally. Even though that's still kind of, like, maybe like, it's hot. He would have fingered like, her. Yeah. No, he would have been like, I'm a gentleman. It wasn't hot. I wasn't in, like, a space of people my age. It was, like, everybody was, like, a 33-year-old improv comedian. Right. And I was, like, 20 and, like, needed somebody to guide me. And everybody just kind of was like, we're going to let her do her thing. Right. Oh, Toronto's actually worse than you think. I went on a date with him after the fa- fact, yeah. being like, maybe it was really cute. Maybe I was. Maybe it's fine. Maybe physical touch is his love language. Yeah, <laughs> and we like played billiards and had a beer. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh god, you're oh. Republican, but yeah. the Canada version. What is the Canada version? I don't even. A, a toil, a toily, a boily. Mm. You know <laughs> That's gross. Both wrong. Our Canadian listeners are gonna shoot you. <laughs> 
You know what that reminds me of the one time I was at Tulane. We keep bringing it back. Yeah, though. <laughs> one time in college. <laughs> one time in college, but um, we were on, a big thing in New Orleans is that you get like an old school bus and it's a party bus, mm-hmm. but it's like with a a weird friend group, um, and they all were like dating guys in military bases. They were literally five people I know fucking the on the bus. No, they they were all fucking the military guys on the yeah, bus. Yeah, because they only got to see them like every yeah. like five months, and they had to like fit in like a relationship worth of intimacy. No, one hundred percent. And then the one gay guy there took all the guys' t-shirts because all the guys had taken off their t-shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I guess, and then threw them out the window. Oh my so god! So all these guys were shirtless for the whole night. I grabbed That's one hilarious. as it flew out the window, but yeah. the, all four of them flew out. It was truly insane to watch. That's so funny. I had a terrible time. <laughs> it sounds like it wasn't that bad. Okay, my favorite quote is when Jessa is like with I don't know the husband's name, but she's she smashes the bottle down, and she's like dissing those. Uh, she's dissing the. What does she call them? Crusties or something? Oh, the crusties. Burn, yeah. yeah. They're like, you're going to reduce us to a subculture and not even have the subculture? <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah, it's so funny. And then she goes like, I bet you were born on a dirt floor. It means I don't think you're cool and I think your mom's poor. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what did you say? Yeah, just such a like fucking specific diss. She's and I love so her. Good at it. She's actually really powerful. And you see in this episode, like she's not just some like, like she has, she has um, wisdom. No, mm. she's Azalea Banks of HBO. The way she like mm. is smiling at Shoshana she's like I'm gonna help my little cousin have a safe night tonight or like even with Hannah and Marnie being like I'm gonna like guide you I'm here for you like we've got this and then the way she's taking care of the dad and she's like it's okay if you don't know what you want to be when you grow up yeah like she's being was wise I think though like for me it's like I see it that she had to grow up at a really young age Oh, no, it's and like so that's the reason when she, when the guy tries to like fuck her and is like, you're such a tease. And she's yeah. like, I can't do this anymore. It's like she spent all this time trying to like fix men in hopes that they'll love her so she can like heal her relationship with her dad who like wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no guy's ever going to do that. Yeah, I also feel like there's just this pattern in girls with Jessa where these these men like project their ideas, the, the idea of who they think she is onto them, like with the older man that she goes to rehab with. And then there's like that guy she dates um, with um, Minnie Rose. Minnie Rose is like ex-boyfriend dates her. And there's just like, I just think there's this pattern of like, I, it's like these guys that like see her as this like sort of like manic pixie dream girl. And this, I feel like this captured it really well. Cause it's like this older man going through a midlife crisis. And like, he's like, I'll just go to the, like the warehouse party with my, you know, babysitter. Yeah, ugh, it's so gross. It's like, I you think work for my kids. I feel so glad that she's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be so sad to have to watch her be like, okay, sure. Yeah. No, she would never. She would never. Hannah would, probably. And oh, Hannah would. Yeah. I mean, if we throw it back to the last episode when she tried to fuck her boss. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That crazy girl. Well, Hannah's uh, always doing it for the plot. Right, right, for the plot. Oh, yeah, which brings us to the end of the episode when Hannah's like, why did you never tell me you're an AA? Mm -hmm. And then Adam's like, you never ask about me. Like, you don't know anything about me. You don't want to know anything about me. You just, like, want to have weird sex and then go write about it in your diary. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, go off, Adam. That's such a good line. Yeah, I think it's, like, very... It's, like, the first time you see... once. Isn't it the first time you see Adam outside of his house? And it's also, like, the first time you see him as like a human not through Hannah's eyes well, yeah I bet he's making kombucha leather he's making so much kombucha <laughs> leather like 
If anyone in that show is... Anyone. Oh my god, there's so many quotes in this episode. We do 400 hours on this. I have one more. Okay, I'm gonna let you do it. Okay, it's when uh, Shoshana knees Ray. Oh my god, yes. And then she's like, do you want me to massage your groin in a non-sexual way? Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's so funny. Well, and then the line after that. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, you Oh, I don't even know what the line after is. Well, the line after that is like, I learned in a physical therapy class. I took it so I could um, meet jocks, but actually says a ton of Indian girls. (laughs) (laughs) That's so Shoshana. (laughs) It's also like, it's fun because I forgot that that was the first like time they that Ray and Shoshana meet and yeah. it's like it's kind of sweet it's representative of their relationship where he she kind of frees him from a lot of his like rote neuroses routine. Yeah. yeah routine and neuroses and she's kind of this like firecracker I love it she's like sorry I put you in the balls it was probably the crack and he's like it's definitely a crack listeners yeah. <laughs> you're gonna want to go to video for when Courtney says firecracker because those eyes do something fun you're gonna want to look at that uh, and this is a reminder everybody we have the video on spotify and we also have it on youtube, YouTube. so if you mm-hmm. want to be on your phone while listening to the podcast put it on youtube on your laptop and then you can play candy crush and scroll mm-hmm. instagram on your phone that is so you're really helping people with that you're really helping i just it's like you know i want a way to play candy crush while i listen to my girls podcast no, 100%. And that's what you just gave us Okay, we've gotten to the part of the podcast called That Outfit in Brooklyn. That is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) This is our cultural analysis part. What about it was 2012. How has the world changed as a culture? Mm. Mm. Well, I think we kind of mentioned it earlier, but like the outfits for sure. Oh god. 100%. The, um what's his what's her face? The like, Charlie's new girlfriend with the oh my god. in the middle of her forehead. Marnie's like the right. Navajo is climbing him. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're done. That was definitely yeah, we're not gonna be saying back? that today. I can't believe she said that. Elijah's in this episode. Oh yeah. And even bring him I know. Up. There's so much, but he slaps Marnie in the face, which, which I is a, feel such a funny slap. It's hilarious. It's watching it, I was like, he didn't even touch her. <laughs> right, right. I don't think that that's like something that wouldn't happen today, but I feel like there would be some sort of like think piece on it. And I think Marnie would like back. like violence against women. <laughs> like, no, you're absolutely right. I also feel like Elijah type of gay doesn't exist anymore. No, it does. Sorry. You're just not look. You live in Brooklyn. You haven't been to Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, in I was months. about to say, get on the L, girl. Okay, I'll get on. The get, L. On the L. <laughs> get on the L, honey. I've got some stuff to learn. Go to Chelsea. <laughs> Ray, um, when the band ends, rather than like <laughs> so annoying, falls on Instagram. Ray's like, get the baby out of here. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't belong here, but then he just like says in such a like, if you want to see more, we're at questiontablegoods.tv. Yeah, yeah, like some their own website yeah. that they created for twenty thousand dollars. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also at the end when she shows up in the cab. Oh, I was about to say the drop yeah. pin. The drop when pin. Hannah's, when Marnie's like, Hannah, send me your drop pin. And yeah. then she gets her somehow in the taxi to the drop pin. It's like, that's sharing your location now. I can't believe, she, I did not know that in 2012 you could send a drop pin. It's yeah. impressive that she did that because even Find My is kind of the new frontier. Find My iPhone? Yeah, find My iPhone, but. That's a prison. Wait, is it a different thing? Find your friends and find my iPhone? No, it's called Find My now and it's like, find my item, find my iPhone. Oh, find oh my yeah, phone. yeah. It's just like they different towns together. Yeah. yeah. I actually have 
100 people on Find My Friends. I don't yeah. think I'm exaggerating at all. And it's insane that they all know where I am at every point. There's like some people who kind of like abuse that. Like oh, I think 100%. like they'll be like, where were you? Like I, I really think it's creepy when someone's like, I saw that you were like near me or earlier. It's like, why did you know that? Well, they know where you are at all times. And then if you're like doing like, it's so crazy. They're like, I know where you are. Like you can't be doing something secret too when you're like, right. oh, I'm, I'm not going to the party. You actually go to party and right, you have right. location. Yeah. Mm. You can't just yeah, be stealth. We surveillance. We do. And we're self-imposed. Even. Self-imposed. Yeah, we're self-imposed. And then we're doing it through friendship first. Mm-hmm. So we normalize it. Or sometimes like when I'm like, this person isn't responding to me. And I like, look, they're fine. My friends. I'm like, oh, they're at home. And I'm like, there's no excuse. And also navigating like, do I stop sharing my location with this person I don't speak to anymore? Oh, I Does do it that. give them the notification? Yeah, it's, yeah that's right. Like, okay. When I'm from LA, there's like random people in LA that have my location and I'm like, well, I'm never going to stop sharing because that would be insane. Right, that would be so mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, okay, they know where I am at any moment and I haven't right. spoken to them in a year and a half. Right. Like, you wouldn't even like text them happy birthday except yeah. they like know where you are at every moment. Yeah, that's sort of beautiful. Well, that's the Snap Maps was really insane and insane when it yeah. first came out because it was like you couldn't even pick it it was everyone that you're friends with on snapchat which could be like 400 people have your right. at all times i have one more thing that is like so 2012 is that like justice still has a flip phone it's and so i'm hot. like come on that's so no, we had like iphones at that you could have even had a blackberry she's like i don't tend to save a number yeah i don't tend to save i'm numbers. like you couldn't it's hard to save a number on a flip phone because you gotta do, right. type all those numbers but i guess i guess Justin probably isn't the type of girl that would have had like she probably doesn't want to be in constant communication. No. No, she wants to have secrets. I don't think Jessa would have her location turned on. No, absolutely no. not. She'd be somebody who stopped sharing her location, and Hannah would be like, why'd you stop sharing your yeah. location with me? And she'd be like, shut up. Yeah. Wait, I just wrote a spec script. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's really good job. I'm available. Yeah, we're, we're a writer's room here. Yeah. Wow. We should um, write a spec script. Oh, when Shoshana's running, she's like... Um, this is a really fast mile. I'm burning a lot of calories. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. it's so, so funny. funny. But it's like um, teens today don't think in calor- calories. No, they know? don't. No, we've moved past calories. No, they're still thinking calories. Okay, well, not people who follow Cake Laven because they know mm. that um, like your body processes stuff at different rate. Like mm. calories are just too. It's not good science anymore. So what are they? Fo- what are they? Um, I think it's kind of macro vibes. Mm. They're really focused on macro, and they're really focused on like exercise but not in terms of calories burn more in terms of like minutes right it's it seems kind of like justification of mm, society that is so true mm. like people are counting their steps now not their calories necessarily it just seems like it's like the same font different color absolutely you know but sure that's great and well, beautiful and I also, she's great yeah, i love her hokas yeah <laughs> we okay in closing is there anything you want to say about girls i i mean it's had a huge impact on your life how do you yeah. think it's like in, impacted your understanding of like why you moved here yeah i think that like i felt a lot of like the pain points that they felt about living in new york like how hard it is and and those like friendships and how they change and evolve like most of their friendships are from college and I feel like I've experienced that in the last couple of years like how you go separate ways with people but you always like remain like intact and close but it's just a different relationship and I think I really connect with Hannah at the end of season six when she decides to like move away and like start a new chapter yeah. and so I'm in that kind of period of my life and I think like yeah it's like a time capsule Wow. <laughs> hey, that's Everyone a perfect way to end the podcast. Yeah, that was really powerful. Yeah. And I love I love girls. I think like it's such a special show and it's like such a comfort. And I love 
we love Lena Dunham. I feel like I guess remembered words have meaning. <laughs> <laughs> so in many ways, I'm a poet. Um, yeah. yeah. If there's one thing we learned today, you're a writer for sure. Right, right. All, I'm a all mediums. Exactly. And actress. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Thank we you for you. having me. Love if, you guys. If people are obsessed with you, where can they find you or learn Oh, more? please follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok and come see me in LA. Please. And then um, also, right, and we are thinking of doing a girls' trivia night in Mm. Brooklyn. Um, Let us know if you think that's a good idea. We would love to get some feedback on that. Absolutely. And um, shout out to our UK listeners. Uh, (laughs) We have our second biggest country of listeners is the UK. Oh my God, I love that. And I'm just like, how did that happen? Mm -hmm. But we see. Where else would it be? Brazil? I love our big listeners from Brazil. I know. I want people to come Brazil. Can we translate this podcast? the portuguese i'll work on it <laughs> that's your next yeah you know, that's my next thing girls is huge in brazil um but thank <laughs> you guys so much for listening we hope you had fun we'll be back again next week with episode eight of season one um have an amazing week sending love and light bye bye, bye.